Okay. Um, hey. And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land. And uh I'd like to welcome my good friend Rich. Uh, we'll start off the show with the uh, shout out. Happy anniversary to you and your wife. Yeah, thank you. It's about 11 years now. Man. 11 years. That's... And, uh, and, a, uh, and also a hello to those watching out on the YouTube as well. By the way, one more shout out at the top of the show. Again, we're going to visit this at the end of the show as well. Uh, happy birthday to friend of the show, my pastor, David mm-hmm. Hovinga. Yeah, if you hadn't mentioned it, I was going to. So, so I, it was David's birthday. So he got a little bit of an early birthday present, wouldn't you think, with uh, Michigan getting that big win over Ohio State and then winning the Big Ten Championship. Man, you? it's been a good birthday month, birthday couple weeks for him. Uh, we will talk m- more on stuff like that. But, Rich, how you guys doing? Doing good. So we got some frost and a little bit of snow on the ground today. And uh, no tree limbs fell down. With the high winds that hit the area on the, Wednesday. It was officially a derecho, by the way. They were saying in our area it was not a derecho when we were watching the weather alerts. Oh. At least in our area. I had been I had seen that it had officially become a derecho. Now, you guys, it might have calmed down by the time it got to you guys, but no, we still had uh we, we got we didn't lose any limbs. Our concrete house didn't have any real issues. The worst part for us was we're sitting there trying to watch TV and uh, weather alerts were coming on TV. Uh, but the other worst part was uh, our our flues on our on both our chimneys where you could hear them rattling a bit. But other than that, it was fine. Yeah, yeah, we, we had some whistling sighting and some uh, vibrating sighting a little bit because uh, the wind would catch it just right. It'd be. Or like a like back and forth against the house. Yeah, that would be annoying. I do. So funny story. We're sitting there watching, uh, watching it roll through, getting ready and all that stuff. And a hundred percent, I'm like, okay. And I waited and I waited. And they're like, it's gonna get to you. It's gonna get to you. And I'm like, man, I'm hungry. I don't care. So I went outside and started grilling. And about three minutes into it, it starts pouring down rain. The Mm. wind picked up, and I could see that the wind was picking up, but you know my backyard. The way that my awning sits and and where my grill is is kind of in a, a very sheltered area. Yeah. I couldn't feel any wind. So where I was, I was totally safe. I was totally fine. The wind didn't bother me. I didn't get rained on because I had the thing. It was great. I, I just sit, stood there and finished up the burgers and then uh, went inside. Good. Good, good. Um, so before we uh, before we roll the intro and kind of give a rundown of what we'll be talking about, um, we got a program note to pass along uh, with next week being Christmas. I think maybe probably the first time since we've done our show. We're taking Christmas a week off. falling on a Saturday. We're going to take a week off. Yeah. We, um, by the way, this is the first time, I think, since we started the show that neither one of us did a show on uh, for the week. 
Yeah, it's all every once in a while you've you've brought in a guest person to take my spot, so the show goes on, or one of us has um, done a solo show. Yeah. So it'll be the first time we've taken a week off. So this week's poll question will go two weeks, and we're going to give you NFL picks for the next two NFL weeks instead of just this week, um, since we're not going to do a show next week. So have a Merry Christmas. Be looking for us to come back on either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. We haven't decided when the next when that next show will be recorded yet. Yeah, it depends. It might be, yeah. We, so we might see you next year. We might still see you this year. We're not sure yet. Okay. Um, so Mike, it's not a very it's not a very diverse show today. So go ahead and tell the people what we'll be talking about, other than giving other than us giving you our picks for the next two weeks. Well, you know, there's something I just realized on here. Uh, COVID's we're going to talk about COVID's effect on the. NFL and your fantasy. We got to talk about fantasy yeah. with that too. Um, playoffs happening, so we're gonna talk that. And then we have, um, you know, uh, we have our power rankings. Rich, we got a couple other stories and quick hits. Do you want to highlight those before we uh, roll that? Oh uh, yeah, we got some news out of Jacksonville this week, and also some maybe a little bit of a broadcasting um, shakeup at the NBC studios due to uh, some, um, I don't think they're controversial comments, but I guess some comments that went against mainstream media made by Michelle Tafoya that's gotten her into some hot water over at NBC studio, NBC sports. So all that and more, Mike, but what do we got to do next? Roll the intro! Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, so Rich, uh, before we start talking football and all things NFL this week, basically, um, we got to talk the poll question. We do. How'd it go this week? Um, it went up late, so my apologies. I thought I had it scheduled, and then life kind of got busy, and so I didn't get it up until Wednesday this week. Uh, but it was Bratwurst versus the Buffalo Chicken Dip this well, week. Now that you um, say that, I should make sure that I actually voted. Okay. So you've got it up on your screen, Mike, because you're either voting right now or you're verifying that you voted. Um, I went with Buffalo chicken dip, um, just regular. I know that's not necessarily a tailgate food that you would, that you would maybe, uh, prepare in the crock pot and plug in while you're, um, while you're sitting in the parking lot waiting to go into the game. Or if you get in, if you get to the game early, I still like Buffalo chicken dip more than brats because most of the time with just like the plain old Johnsonville brats. Rich, just out of, out of the package. I I don't typically don't just like brats as they are. I like getting like the high V's, like Hawaiian brats. I don't know where like the brown sugar and so a my bit vote of the actually makes pineapple. a difference this week. I had not voted. My okay. vote. 
100% chooses the winner. It was tied at five votes apiece when I got to it. I made a vote. If I'm tailgating, see, with Buffalo Chicken Dip, it's a lot of prep work, and it's hard to make sure it's still hot and ready to go at the tailgate, right? It is. With brats, you can do some of the prep work. I can boil it in beer before I leave the house. Or even the night before. Or the night before. Chill them off, get them to the game, throw them on the grill, and they're delicious. I can agree with that. So, if I'm going to do some prep work anyway, why not do prep work that I can then use the grill still i voted for bratwursts okay and bratwurst wins six to five because of my vote all right and that's fair i mean i know there are recipes for more of a chilled buffalo chicken dip i've never had it before i know it's there um i know it's out there but i prefer mine warm and it doesn't bother me if it's blue cheese or ranch a it's got to be blue cheese and b Meh. Like I said, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Friend of ours, I think. I I think I can still call him a friend. Uh, Michael Trowbridge and Elizabeth Trowbridge love that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, man, do they they make it a lot, and was it awesome. Uh, They introduced me to it, and I... Oh, man. It's one of my favorites. if, If you guys come up for... New Year's Eve. If we have anybody else, I might make that. We might end up making that for for. Uh, if it's four, I think we could easily make a batch of it. We'll yeah, for four, I think we it. can make a batch. If we have more, we're definitely making that. Um, still hoping we're that pl- that'll work we're, out. We're planning on coming up. It's all going to depend on uh, what the weather looks like between the Quad Cities and Esterville on the travel days. Okay. Um, so for this week, it's going to be a two-week poll. And I think this week, kind of this week's food, kind of does deserve a two-week poll because it's not. It, it both are really good. You could easily do both at your tailgate site. We're gonna go barbecue ribs and pull the pork. Ooh, that's gonna be a good one, folks. I know ooh, this one sa- seems like it's a very easy one- runaway because one of these is so much better, like in and of itself, and one of them seems like kind of a throwaway meal. But they are, if done right, they are both awesome, and I think, mm-hmm. I think that it's it's really close. I'm not sure where I'm voting yet. Okay, so that's gonna go live at 12:30. If it doesn't, I'll make sure that it that a if I messed up the publish, I'll make sure to check it after we get off around 12:30 to make sure that it does go live. And that's gonna be our poll for two weeks. And you got so, an extra week worth of vo- voting, so you know. Yeah. All right, so if you regularly sh- if you regularly vote on our polls, press the share button so that yeah. more of, so that your your friends can vote on the polls. Yeah, let's um, let's get that shared just, out. Not just the uh, not just vote. Click, click the share button. Yep, I have some places I'm going to share it this week. Uh, hopefully, to get a lot more votes. Okay, cool. All right, so Mike, 
NFL, before we give a recap of week number 14, uh, or while I'm giving the recap of week 14, why don't you bring up the weekly pick'em uh, so that we can give our shout-out at the end of the recap. I got it ready, but you go. Let's, okay. Let's start that recap. So okay. So week, week 14, 14, we saw the Bears versus the Packers. What a game. That was a better game than I thought it would be. And that was just the first half. Then the second half comes around, and it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't remember much of the game. Um, it, I had all intentions to be, hey, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to watch this game. Um, did other things with with my wife during the week during the weekday, so I didn't feel as bad that I spent the entire day in front of the t- in front of the TV watching football. I know I stayed awake for the first quarter. Probably most of the second quarter. After that, I think I was watching most of the game through my eyelids. Yeah, that happens to all of us. Um, it was. I actually did something I haven't done, and I I'm kind of bummed I haven't done it yet this year. But I actually just I I legitimately just called my dad and we watched the game on the phone together. Nice. It's a little annoying because he's about two steps. He's about ten seconds ahead of me. Okay. But. It was still great to be able to sit there and watch it with him and and uh, discuss because he and I both enjoy like discussing our thoughts on play calling and um, decision making in the game and uh, so we got we just did that and I again I did it Thursday night too for that game and I called him about the the fourth quarter and and again I think there's some stuff I need to to yell at the chargers for in that game, mm-hmm. but more on that later, more on that later. Um, All right. So like that puts the bears at four and nine. Yep. So the breaching the eight wins is out of the picture or they need to go on a four game winning streak to end the year. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, uh, so I'm nine and four picking the bears. You're 10 and three, uh, locks of the week, Mike, we both got them. Yep. As uh, my pick of the Chargers beat the Giants 37 to 21. And my pick of the Titans beat the Jaguars 20 to 0, putting us both at 11 and 3 on locks. Man, why do we have 11 and 3 on locks, but 10 and 3 on. Oh, because the Bears had a bye week. That's right. Yeah, the Bears have their bye. So that's why there's. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Upset specials. Neither of us got them. We were both close, I think. Both very close. Um, as the Washington football team's comeback efforts in the fourth quarter fell just short as they lost 20 to 27 to the Cowboys. And But watching that game, trying to see if the Washington football team could pull off a win, that almost seems like Dallas did just enough not to lose that game as they just sort of fell fell apart defensively there in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I man, that was rough. Uh and then the Buffalo Bills uh tied the game. But the Buccaneers still pull it out. Rich, that puts you at 4 and 10 on the year losing out on Ooh. yours. And I am 6 and 8. Thursday night football saw the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers. I do that every they week. They should be. They should be the San Diego Chargers. Should be. 
Um, but uh, one of those games that I thought was a great game. Uh, it was. It turned out better than I thought it was going to be. Um, the Chiefs win. We both picked the Chiefs, making us 14-3 and three on the year. Yeah. Or is that wrong? That's got to be wrong because we're only in week 15. Oh, man, my math sucks. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're, we've done pretty good. We're, no, we're... no, no, it would be. you got to remember, there was three games on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, 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 That yeah. would make it yep. 17, 14, 17 games. Yep, okay, that's right. Count Thanksgiving. You, you, you added, we added in Thanksgiving that week. So, yeah, 14-3 and three on the year. Uh, man, great, great game. Uh, again, a two-point conversion that wasn't attempted especially with a Chargers coach who had been overly aggressive in the game. Yeah, he left nine points on the board by choosing to go for it on fourth and maybe two. What, he had fourth and three, fourth and two a couple of times, and, and he went for it. And a fourth and five, yeah. It, he had fourth plenty of time. Fourth and goal to go, and he went for it. Yeah. Um, again, any of those wins him the game. Any of them. Well, assuming that Kansas City plays the way that they did. Maybe their offensive game changes if they're if they're down by nine or they or they or they took or the Chargers took those field goals. The way Which, by the played. way, again, the Chargers last score in regulation. They were up by seven by scoring the touchdown. And they go for the extra point instead of the field instead of the two point conversion. Now, Rich, let's do some math here. Okay. If you're up by seven, what do you need to win? Or what do you need to tie? Touchdown. And a and an extra point. Yeah. So you only need one score. If you're up by eight, what do you need to do? You need the touchdown and the two-point conversion. Okay, but it's still only one possession game, correct? Yeah, yes. Now, if you go for two and you make it a nine-point game, it is a minimum of a two-possession game, correct? Yeah. Why would you not go for the two? I don't know. And you've been aggressive about keeping the ball in your offense's hands the entire game mm -hmm. he built it up that that would have been it would make sense for that to have been his decision but he again did not do so kicks the field goal which keeps it a one score game and guess what the Kansas City Chiefs do exactly what they have to do You get still, the touchdown, I mean, tie it, and the, to send it into overtime. And then take it to overtime. By the way, if you are, if you go for the two, even if you miss it, you got to ask yourself, is Andy Reid, Andy Reid is a fairly conservative coach. Is he going to go for the win there? Or is he going to keep the, is he going to keep it tied? We don't know. But, man, I... I like the I I like the aggressiveness early. Why don't you I mean, it pays off better to be aggressive later. A, especially when 
the defenses have been worn down an entire game. When the D, I mean, if you look, half the points in the game were scored in the fourth quarter on. Mm-hmm. So if the defenses are starting to give up some stuff, then, and again, this is an if-then statement, so it, I mean, it's not always true, but if the defenses are already giving up stuff, doesn't that mean that your two-point conversion is probably going to be a little bit easier? Yeah. yeah. So do you think that he did the fourth down, going forward on fourth and downs one too many times? If he doesn't get it the first time, um, does he... Because I mean, even if uh, even if uh, like the first time it does, he doesn't convert and it and it gives the at least it, he did put the Chargers in a longer and the the Chiefs in their in their almost in their red zone yeah. to drive the entire length of the field or to punt. I mean, there were multiple times back to them. There were multiple times where guys where they had guys or had it where the teams were winning or the teams were doing so much better and uh, had to basically go the entire length of the field. That's not so a bad... So there was that, too. So there was that... that that. So I guess, I mean... I don't mind even, that. Yeah. Even putting the, putting the opposing team within... Pinning them inside their 10-yard line, forcing them to go longer, yeah. isn't necessarily a bad strategy. But unfortunately, in this case, leaving those nine points on the field... Kind of cost them the game. Yep, hundred percent cost them the game. But all those fourth and fourth and go fourth and goals that he went for it also happened in the first quarter. So who know you there? So it really was hard to hard to know that those nine points were gonna nine points left on the on the board would come back to bite them. Yep, as so, well. Um, so the Chargers are still in the playoffs even with that loss. So I guess the really they didn't. The only thing they're losing out on is probably a chance to win the division. Yeah, where they're gonna have to go in as a wild card. That instead. game pretty much seals up that Kansas City's gonna win the division. Pretty close. All right, All right um, Mike. So that's our recap of Week 14. Yep. How did we do in the pick'em? Uh, in the pick'em, well, Rich, you didn't get last this week, but I also didn't get first. I mean, you kind of got first. But you also kind of got last because yeah. we had a three-way tie for first place. Basically, a three-way tie for everything because uh, the other two picking didn't pick mm-hmm. again, so they don't really count anymore. Yeah, and I don't know. Did the tiebreakers go into effect on that week? Um. I don't because they think do. So. You do have to pick which team is going to score the most points, which is going to score the least amount of points, as well as give your picks for the Sunday night and Monday night games. So I'm not sure did those factor in. I've never put a tiebreaker in. Okay. I don't know if I did that week. I don't put tiebreakers in. I just don't think it matters. I think it's dumb. I don't understand how the tiebreakers work. So. Either way, uh, we yeah. all tied at eleven, so still going. Nobody solid. picked up. Solid picks on every everybody's part. Okay, mm-hmm. um, heading into week fifteen, the Bears play the Vikings. 
Rich, Monday night football this week for us. You excited? By the way, it's With also the- on ABC this week. Oh, so I actually get to watch it. I don't have to watch it on my phone or tablet through yes. the Yahoo app. Yes. Um, I, I honestly think this game could go either way. The Vikings probably need this win more. As the Bears, I think, at this point are playing so they don't give the New York Giants a good draft pick. Because they don't have their draft pick this year. Yeah, it's I mean, Justin Fields. The, the Bears are playing for, they're not playing for Matt Nagy anymore. No, he, he's gone at the end of the season. And did Ryan Pace quit? No, Ryan Pace hasn't quit yet. There's now speculation. It's kind of the stories that I'm seeing. They, they're reading to me like it's uncertain on what they're going to do with Ryan Pace at the end of the year. I've seen articles that basically say they're already interviewing for GM positions. Interesting. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, so I could really see this game going either way. If Dalvin Cook is healthy and doing really well, I could see the Vikings winning this game. But at the same time, it seems like the Bears are doing better. Yeah, as they're as they're opening up the offense and letting actually using Justin Fields' skill set a little bit more, his numbers have gotten better every week. It's hard to say. I'm not I'm not confident in this pick in either like either direction. I don't think I would have been confident in it. And uh, I did pick the Chicago Bears to win. I'm gonna go with the Bears as well. I the Vikings are also starting to fall apart. Yep. At the end of the year too. Um, I mean they're. They're at least closer to making the playoffs because, of, the, in the because hunt. of how bad because they are in the hunt because of how bad the other teams are in the NFC that are getting the wild cards. Uh, kind of more on that later um, when we kind of look at our power rankings. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give that to the Bears as well. Mike, it's an odd week because we're looking at week 15. Yep. Ooh, what's your lock of the week? Uh, Buffalo Bills over the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers don't know who they are. They don't know what they are. They don't. Their quarterback situation is so screwed up. I mean, if Cam Newton comes in and has the game of his life, maybe they can pl- they can play at the the Bills level. But even still, I still think the Bills are a much better team. Bills going to win that game. Uh, I like that too. The Bills need the win. They need a good bounce back win. So I think they can go down to uh, Charlotte and get a win. Okay. Um. I'm going to take the Tom Brady and the Buccaneers uh, beating the Saints. Not a bad Saints. pick. The Saints, again, one of those teams that don't know who their quarterback is. Well, I think they, they know who their quarterback is this year, but are you – and I think from a fantasy perspective, Taysom Hill is a great quarterback for, oh, yeah. for you for fantasy. Real-life quarterback, that's kind of debatable. Yep, He's a more productive Tim Tebow. At this point in his career. Uh, But the Buccaneers are gunning for that number one seed so they can get that bye week. And so they don't have to go to Green Bay in a playoff game in the middle of December or January. Yeah, but so I mean, half their uh, team is is former uh, former New England Patriots. So those guys are all used to playing in the cold. But would you rather play in Central Florida or Green Bay in January? I mean, I don't ever want to play in Green Bay. Yeah. That's just because I hate Green Bay. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I agree. Temp- going to Tampa would be the, a much better location than going to Green Bay. 
And you get the bye week. And you get the bye week. That's the more important one. Um, yeah. Rich, upset of the week, I am taking Denver over Cincinnati. Okay. I, I like that. Denver's playing good defense, and they got a good running game. So I like that. Um, I'm going to go with the Raiders over the COVID-stricken Browns. Man, we got to talk about that. And, in fact, we, we let's talk about that real quick. I wasn't yeah. sure where I was going to put this, but this, especially this week, uh, we ha- the games are getting moved around. We have games four days in a row, five out of out of six game days this week. We have NFL football. You do kind of so... awesome, kind of terrible. Um, gonna put some strains on some some family dynamics uh, if you are watching all of the games. Yeah. So the Raiders-Browns games was originally going to air around 4 o'clock, be an NFL NFL Network special Yep. tonight. Yep. It was going to air today. That game gets moved to the same time slot of 5 o'clock on the NFL Network, and it will air on Monday night instead. Yep. The other games that got moved were Washington and Philly. They're going to play on Tuesday as well as the Rams and whoever the Rams are playing this week. They got moved to Tuesday as well. Yeah. I think the, the Rams Seahawks. Rams Seahawks. This is and this is where things really yeah, the Seahawks. Um this is where things really get hairy. Um we hug. What's your fantasy team look like? My fantasy team looks yeah. just fine. There are plenty Works of teams out fine. there, including mine, that have some key guys that are out for COVID. By the way, this is only going to get worse because if they're not saying whether or not it is, but if this is the Omicron vir- variant, which is much more susceptible or much more transmittable, um, it's just going to keep going through the league like crazy. Like, it's going to be bad. Yeah, and I think the league has gone back to last year's kind of procedures for COVID. Uh, they, to yeah, where they there's, there's going to be more There's going to be more testing. Yep. Everybody's wearing a mask, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. And I think they're going to try and control how many people are, are in rooms together yeah. to um, hopefully corral the spread. But somebody, I mean, these teams playing on Tuesday night. Yeah, they're going to have a short turnaround, having to turn around and come back and play on Sunday. Yeah, because I mean, of this. Yeah, it changes a lot but, of stuff uh, for, the, for not not just this week, but for next week. Yeah, Washington. Well, no, Washington plays Sunday night, so it's not terrible. But they got to turn around and play a division game against Dallas. Yeah. On Sunday, the Eagles got to turn around and play the Giants on Sunday. Another divisional um, game, but not really as tough. The Seahawks get to go home and face the Bears on Sunday. And I think the Rams play on Sunday, too. I'm not finding their game in Week 16, scrolling through the games. But they're going to have to play. play Yeah, they they go two. They play two in Minnesota on Sunday. Yeah. So it isn't like they're getting a a pass. Nope. They're getting a pass by getting their game, their next week game, move to Monday or not. Yeah. And... The Raiders 
Mark Davis was talking about how this puts them at a competitive disadvantage because he's claiming that we, we're a team that followed with that applied even stricter COVID COVID measures than most than other teams, and we're being punished for this because the Browns had an outbreak. Yeah, I it's I I think for the NFL itself, um, and, and there's been some some speculation on. Uh, do they need to start? And, and again, I'm not, this is not a political statement. I'm only reporting on what others have speculated. Um, that with the way that the Omicron virus is and the way that the, um, the vaccine is, um, how, how can I put this in a way that's, that the vaccine is effective in keeping hospitalizations and risk of death at a minimum. Again, I'm not trying to be political at all here, but because of those two effectiveness or the effectiveness of that and all of that, that you should just require everybody to do all that, to do the booster, to have the vaccine. And basically if you're asymptomatic, go ahead and play. Like, yeah, I mean, at this point, Mike, is it time for if the NFL wants to finish up the season, is it maybe time to round everybody up and apply the same standards that you do for game days of the day before the game? You put them in a hotel room and where they're to bring them together as a team. They, they, you're staying even at a home, even on a home game, bringing them together at a hotel and and instead of applying that to the day before the game, applying that basically, basically a, it, a, for the for the rest of the seat, rest of a non-bubble of, bubble of your team, yeah, a non-bubble bubble. Yeah, I, I don't think in, it's a terrible idea. Into a, rent out a hotel, and you're staying with the team, and then you're staying with the team. And if you choose to opt out for the rest of the season because you don't want to be away from your family, then that's the that. Could you see the NFL taking that action, even if it's taking players away from their families? I don't basically think they're going to go to gonna... that extreme. Okay, but there are those that are speculating that by the end, by the beginning of next year, we're going to be back in another lockdown and an actual lockdown. Hmm. Um, just based on a bunch of stuff. Okay, I don't know that that's accurate. I, I'm just looking at at some of, of, of what's being said. Um, but let the team, let, I mean, a lot of people are saying, let the guys play. There's no real, I mean, the, their age, their, their, if they're all that, if you're vaccinated and boosted, your susceptibility, the, the effectiveness of this is going down. Uh, uh, the, the risk factors are going down. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, okay. a lot of people are just saying, let them play. I don't know that I agree in either way, shape, or form, but uh... I think I think because the NFL is so much about money, which is why you didn't see the Browns Raiders game just canceled. That's why it probably got moved to a Tuesday night instead of it, or to a Monday night instead of it just being canceled. I don't think the NFL would take the measure of saying, "All right, it's just too risky." I think it's going to take a. a governing body even I mean a it's going to take more than the it's going to have to take a somebody over the NFL 
yep. telling them that nope, it's too risky. You could I could see the fans being shut out and saying, all right, if you're going to play these games, they're going to be in empty stadiums. Yeah. Taking that, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yep. Um, back on track Thursday night football for week number 16. The 49ers will travel down to Nashville to take on the Titans. Who are you going to go with, Mike? Man, this game is probably the best Thursday night game we've seen in a while. Actually, no, it's the best game we've seen in a week because that last Thursday night game was really yeah, good. Yeah, that was a good matchup. This game is going to be a great matchup between two teams. that One team that's starting to fall apart and one team that's actually looks like they're starting to figure things out a little bit. The Titans, The Titans as a team are struggling right now. And those Niners look like they're starting to, to put a couple wins together. I'm going to go with the Niners in this game. Okay, switching from what you oh, no, said. No, 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 no. I'm taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. Okay. I'm taking, I'm the, taking the Niners. Okay. Not just to be different, I think the Niners are a hotter team, and that their defense is starting to come together. Yeah. And the Titans, they're... If they can get Derrick Henry back and they're still in the playoffs, watch out for them. But with no Derrick Henry and the 49ers being hot, that's why I took the Niners. Okay. All right, week 16, since we are not going to have a show Christmas week, yep. uh, the Bears are going to go out to Seattle and play. Uh, and that's, uh, play that's their a game. easy pick for me. I think Seattle's going to – Seattle doesn't even need the, the – isn't even going to suffer from the extra time. Okay, from less time. Or from less time. By the way, yeah, one I, less day because the Bears are playing Monday night football. Yeah. So they're going to be at just as much of a disadvantage as they are. Yeah. So they have, they get one extra day and, of prep. And the Bears have Matt Nagy that's doing their prep. So I think that's, that's a, <laughs> even less, even more of a disadvantage. By the way, I'm still a fan. I'm still a fan. Yeah. <laughs> you got Matt Nagy making the calls. Uh Rich, we have four weeks to deal with Matt Nagy, and then hopefully, hopefully, we're done with him. Yeah, hopefully. I, I think that there's no way he can save his job. Even if they win their next four games and hit the and hit the over, or at least tie the over of eight wins, there's he's not coming back. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with the Seahawks as well. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks have figured out how to win games. Again, uh, COVID or no COVID, they're going to win that game. As long as Russell Wilson plays, they're going to win. So week 16 being an even week, that means you, Rich, get the first pick for the lack of the week. Who are you taking? I'm going to go with the Chiefs over the Steelers. Uh, the Chiefs, once again, are seem to be hot. They, they're they hot. And the defense, that defense is playing well, too. Rich, so, but uh, that's not the only reason you're picking that game. No, I also don't like the Steelers, so it's a win-win for me. Win-win for you. Uh, next week, I am going to pick the Rams over the Vikings. Um, okay, the Rams on a short week. Yeah, but the Vikings, again, are playing Monday night, so it's only one day difference. It's like playing, okay. having a Monday night team play a Sunday team. Okay. Not not as big of a difference for, for that week uh, for those two teams. Um, and besides that, the Rams are still looking good. Matthew Stafford is proving to people that he was carrying Detroit even when they were that terrible. Mm -hmm. All right. The upset special. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos over the Raiders. 
Now, Garrett, now keep in mind, maybe by the time week 16 rolls around, maybe the pick distribution changes, but we are going off of what the pick distribution is today while we are on air. So I'm taking the Broncos over the Raiders. I'm taking the Jags over the Jets. Um, by okay. the way, Rich, uh, I will will put the caveat on if either of us decides we want to change our picks. Okay. You can make a Facebook post, just a basic post on our on, as a comment on this page on this uh, on, on this, this episode. Yeah. Of the episode that we're going to change. Yep. Okay, but it does not have to be because the pick distribution changed. No, the pick distribution can the Broncos if the Broncos are favored by the time the game comes or the Jags somehow are favored by the time this game comes. It, it doesn't matter. Counts. You made their pick when they were an upset. I I you can hold fast to that. But okay. if you think for some reason the the Ram, or the Chiefs uh, if if uh, Clyde Edwards the layers breaks a leg or Patrick Mahomes turf toe acts up you can you can change that if you choose same with okay. the Rams same with the Broncos any of these games you can change you just have to make it as a comment on here and we can officially change it in the book if you change it in the book okay. but don't make the comment I'm calling you out okay and you can do the same for me all right that is fair we'll do that Okay. Um, and then the last Thursday night football game of the year, which will happen in week 17. I know for sure we're going to go on the air after this game. So we got to pick it this week. The yep. Falcons go out to Buffalo. Who yeah, it's going to be Buffalo. Yep. The only, the I, only I saving, agree. I mean, the problem is with the parity in the NFL right now, nobody can rest those last two games. Most years, you could rest your guys, especially adding this extra this this extra week. You could have rested your guys for two extra weeks, but with the parity that has been going on in the NFL right now, mm-hmm. no way you could do that rest. Yeah, I can agree with that, and I I just don't think the Falcons could go in there and no. win anyway. So, okay, so those are our picks weeks four weeks fifteen and sixteen. We'll give you our picks for week seventeen. Uh, next in two weeks when yeah. we come back from a Christmas break. Yep. So, Mike, let's give a quick rundown of our power rankings okay. as uh, we're approaching the second half hour of the show. Yeah, we're we're so, at forty-two um, minutes. Thirty-two. So we can easily 42. do our rankings, our rankings, the ELO, and what the power rankings came out to be once we factor everything in. So, Mike, let's start with the number one team. I went with the Green Bay Packers. Man, Rich, you and I are on sync with that. The Packers look like the definitive team in the uh, in the league. No reason why not to pick them. They're the number one. They're my number one team. Rich, who do you got for number two? Um, what did the what? Yeah, we'll give the ELO one through five, I guess. So yeah, ELO, so the ELO gave it to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, that's the ELO. The power rankings actually give it to the Buccaneers as well. Okay, I'm not far behind on those guys because I put the Buccaneers at number two. My number two is actually the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. The ELO has the number two team as the Kansas City Chiefs. The power rankings have the Green Bay Packers. All number right. three, I put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pretty close to your where you put them. Um, mm-hmm. The ELO has the Green Bay Packers. 
And the power rankings, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I put the Cardinals at number three. Not a bad. So we're spot not that far off. No, no, not a not a bad spot for them. Um, number four, the power rankings give it to the Arizona Cardinals, and the ELO gives it to the New England Patriots. Okay, where do you who, who do you, do you have sitting at number four, Rich? Um, I gave it to the Patriots. Wow, I gave it to the Cowboys. How about them boys? Oh. Okay, I yeah, it seems like you were really high on the Patriots. You had them as high as like two or three last week. I did. So this was where I was expecting you to put them, and they still they're still winning. They are still winning, um, but them Cowboys are are coming out strong. Number five, who do you got, Rich? The Kansas City Chiefs. Me too. The power rankings uh, uh, have the we already told you to have the Chiefs at three, but they have the Patriots at five, and the ELO has. The Buffalo Bills at number five. Ooh, interesting. All right, number six, Mike, where'd you go? Who'd you go with? This is where I have the Patriots. Oh, okay. I put the Cowboys here. Okay. Um, The power rankings would say, this is a surprising one to me. The power rankings have the Los Angeles Rams. That's not surprising. The ELO. Okay. The Indianapolis Colts. I think that's a little high for them. I think that's way high for them. We will get to that in a minute. Um, you're going to be shocked where I have them. That's gonna. I think that's our biggest our biggest difference. That okay. or, ooh, maybe the Steelers. Actually, the Steelers are. But again, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, All right. On number to number seven. seven? Mike. Yeah, I put the Rams there. I put the Rams there as well. Uh, the ELO has. The Cardinals at number seven. Ooh. And the power rankings have the boys at number seven. All right. So apart from the ELL, between you, I, and the power rankings, the only one we've disagreed with has been the Bills, haven't it? Everything else? Or is that the ELO that put the Bills really high? Um... The power rankings have the... We haven't talked about the Bills. Okay. You mean the Colts? So it, it seems, yeah, it seems like we've agreed on all the teams. It's just slightly one or two different. Well, the, we still got a couple more. One or two more. slots different. We still got a couple right. more, and this is and we may disagree on some of these. Uh, number right. eight. I went with the Titans. Uh, I went the, with the Ravens. The ELO okay. went with the Titans. Or the, the power rankings went with the Titans, and the ELO went with the Rams. All right. Mike, who'd you put at number nine? Number nine, I put the Tennessee Titans. Nine, I have the Chargers. ELO has the t- the Titans, and the power rankings have the Bills. All right. Speaking of the Bills, I put them at number 10. As did I. The Ravens are the ELO's choice for number 10, and the power rankings choice for number 10. All right. So, um... Rich, who do you got at 11? The Ravens. Okay. I put the Chargers, or I put the Bengals at 11. Okay. Well, this is where we tend to differ, Mike, because starting this week, what I decided to do is that if you were eligible, if the season ended and you were in the playoffs, 
automatically the lowest that team would go would be number 14. So I took the first 14 teams that would be making the playoffs. And I ranked those teams 1 through 14. Okay. If you were below if you were below the cutoff line for the for the playoffs, the highest you could go was number 15, which is where I put the Bengals and the Browns and like the Dolphins since technically they have better records than the Washington football team and I think they're better than the Washington football team. But wow, they're technically not making the playoffs. Wow, I just noticed that. That it you just mentioned the team that we have the biggest difference on. You the have Washington football the team Washington football team at 14. That is the only reason why they're at number 14 is because technically they would have been a playoff team. The ELO if the season ended. The ELO has them at 23. I have them at 24. Yes. 10 whole spot difference. By all means, if I hadn't started applying the whole playoff picture into how I'm ranking my teams, Washington would probably be in the low teens for me. Wow. Rich, so that is a... if Washington, when Washington loses this week, which I think they will to yeah. the Eagles, that's going to probably drop them way down in the rankings. Yeah, but then you're going to have the Philadelphia Eagles up there. I'm sorry? Then you're going to have the Philadelphia Eagles up in the in the top 14. Sorry. That's how I'm choosing to do my power rankings. Man, if this you're is making a t- the playoffs. This is a complete change playoff, for you. This is a complete change for how you do your power rankings. It is. I actually but like this late, as a method. It, it's late enough in the season that you can start looking at the playoff picture to see who's on the bubble for making the playoffs and who's not and who's technically in. You could be due to due to tiebreakers that the NFL uses for playoffs. That's what makes Washington a playoff team. But, but you're also then saying that the Bengals, the Browns, the Broncos, the Dolphins, the Dolphins all are worse teams. That's I'm sticking to it, Mike. I'm going to that's how I'm going to do my power rankings from here on out. I, I'm OK I'm with that. Factor I, in I'm still going to challenge. Do you think these are better? Do you think they are better teams or worse no. teams? I I do not. I fullheartedly believe that if if I didn't if I wasn't factoring the in the playoffs, the Redskins, the Washington football team would be below Cincy, Cleveland, Miami, Denver. Okay. That's why I have. That's why the Vikings. That's why there's a big gap. That's why my next NFC East team, NFC conference team is the Vikings, who are all the way down at number 19. Wow. So if I wasn't factoring in the playoffs, yes, the Washington football team would probably be around 18, and everybody else would move up a slot. So if the Vikings win and the and the Washington loses, Washington... Putting, Washington in, putting Minnesota into a playoff team, yes, they will vault up to number 14. Yeah, that's that's the way I'm doing it, okay. and I'm sticking with it from the rest of the way out. Okay, we've hit our biggest our biggest difference. We've hit our top ten. Let's hit our bottom five real quick, Rich. Let's actually do the bottom. Well, I guess we'll have to do the bottom seven. Okay. Because who do you have 
at 26. 26, this is where I put the Bears. Okay, I actually have the New Orleans Saints. Okay. I put the Saints up at 21. Okay, not bad. At 27, I have the Chicago Bears. 27, I gave to the Panthers. Um, they seem I gave, to be really dysfunctional right now. I gave the Panthers 25. Okay. Not that far off. Nope. 28. 20, 28? I, actually, 28 through 32, we have identical. Okay. So you went with, in this order, Yep. Giants, Jets, Texans, Lions, Jaguars. Yep. By the way, guess what? The uh, ELO actually has the um, – they have a, a significantly different. Uh, 28, they have the Panthers. 20 or 27, they have the Giants. 28, they have the Panthers. 29, they have the Texans. 30, they have the Jets. 31, the Lions. And 32, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, so you finally came around to my thinking of putting the Jag the Lions above the Jaguars. Um, yeah, mostly because they don't have a head coach, which actually I think does them better than having the head coach yeah. they had. Sad but true. Okay, um, so why don't we just go ahead? That's our power rankings talk. So, um, um, I don't know how uh, I don't. I'm going to continue to update the power rankings. Yep. And I'll update even mine. Even though we're not going to have yeah, even though we're not going to have a show next week, I'll still put in the wins and losses for week 15 as well as put in my rankings of the teams. And I'll put my rankings um, in and, and maybe we'll publish maybe I'll publish it as a as a viewable document. I'll print it as a PDF and people can look at it on our on our Facebook page. Okay. I can do that. Or I could do that. Yeah, Wednesday or we, that could be a po- that could be our one post in between shows. Is our yeah. our power rankings maybe top ten and bottom five? I'll I'll post the whole power rankings. Post. We'll let people okay. look at them. Let people argue. Um. All right. So speaking of Jacksonville not having a coach, Urban Meyer kicked yeah. his kicker. Also, apparently, only referred to him as the kicker, kicker, or yeah. kicker. And, Same thing uh, with this punter and long snapper and yeah, and now is fired. Yeah, although the story that I read today said that it was a decision. The decision to fire him was made after they lost twenty to zero, and supposedly there was a conversation between Shade Khan, the owner, and Meyer, where he was just talking with, "All right, what are we going to do to get better?" And Urban Meyer had no clear answer for him, so that sealed his fate. But they chose to wait on wait to make the decision public until a couple days later. Yeah. So the so Josh Lambeau's allegation of I got kicked while I was being stretched while I was stretching in the preseason, and on the hamstring that kept him out for an entire season. Yeah. Um, so Urban Meyer's out. Um, does he does he coach ever again? Not in the pros. He's done. Oh, the no, pros, yeah, he's done for the pros. Does he get a college gig? Let's see. So it'll be his third college coaching gig, or with a major program, it'll be his third one, because he had Florida and Ohio State, 
and if he gets another job at age in his 70s, that would be his third probably big program. He's only in his 60s. Oh, I thought he was in his 70s. I think. Let me. Or at least 60, or at least 60s with health problems, at least. If he takes three years off, three years off, he'll be in his 60s. He's only 57. Oh, okay. I could see him getting another job if he wants to, if he wants, if he wants it. Um, but I mean, if anything, Jacksonville cut him loose, waited at least to cut him loose until after all the big major programs have hired new coaches this year. I mean, he wasn't getting a job this year. I don't think, um, I, I just, man, I don't think there's any goodness coming out of this. There could be a legal battle too, Mike, because supposedly Jacksonville is saying that we're firing him with cause. We're not going to pay him the remaining four years of his contract. Yeah, there's good. There's they have some decent evidence on that. We can. We'll see. I it, it's it, it'll be interesting. I hope he doesn't coach again. Has he ever left a program not either a in shambles or b in controversy? I thought that he, I think he, no, he left Ohio State in good standing. He um, retired for health reasons. They've, they've had a, quite a few, they, they've had some scandals going on there. Oh, they did? Yeah, okay, I recruiting did scandals and stuff like that. Mostly because I don't follow college football that closely. It's It's been, yeah, yeah. I always remember him leaving Ohio State and Florida citing health concerns. It's he's, too much for him. I'm burned out. Yes. I need to step down for health reasons. But if you look at where Florida was at the time, I mean, that's that's prime Aaron Hernandez. Uh, Don Bontez, perfect, perfect. Okay. That whole like murderer's row and not in the, in the, they're good in the actual fact that they were murderers. But they did that after they had left college. No. Aaron no. Hernandez's murder murder things happened while he was playing in the pros. His second murder. Oh. His second murder happened in the pros. His first murder happened in college. Hmm. Okay. He went and gunned down a car in college. Somehow. But Florida won but hey, but Florida won a national championship. But I don't know, but yeah, and but I, I don't think that he left Ohio State in academic. There was no gray, gray clouds. I think it was a smooth transition between him to Ryan Day, though. I, I think either way, it's been terrible. Um, so good riddance. I he probably gets a college thing. I don't think he gets a D one school right away. Um, we'll have to see what happens there. Then I think he gets a D one job, but he it's not going to be a Power Five conference. I think we'll he's going to have to work his way back up to getting one of those prime national championship level programs year in and year out we'll see. every year. And here's the hard part. Um, so one of the things that we have to that you have to look at too in the whole thing is uh, when when you're looking at um, the Urban Meyer thing. Uh, 
Man, I totally forgot what it, where I totally lost my train of thought. That's okay. I had a I had a good point. Yep, totally gone. Train has left the station, folks. <laughs> or it's off the rails, so you don't know where you're going. But that's okay. I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be tough, I think, for Urban Meyer to get a job. Um, I think age and also what happened in Jacks, how bad Jacksonville went. Oh, it's going to be hard for him to get a, it's going to be hard for him to have a, get a good college job at a D1, at a Power 5 conference school. So, uh, college used to be that you owned these players. College truly was as close to slavery as you could get if you want to if you want to make a comparison to that which is going to transition us perfectly into our next segment mm-hmm. but before we get to that urban was the king of being and and, and what's happening in what happened in Jacksonville kind of shows that the way he treats his players he basically acts like he owns them and they owe him something um the problem though is in the NFL these guys are making money they're not relying on you. <clears throat> what's what's coming of age right now for college? NFTs and also players being able to do, make their own endorsement deals for name likeness, name, name likeness, image and likeness, name name image and like likeness. M I L N I L. So uh, in a sense, the college players are getting are being able to make money and not relying just on the program to say. Well, I get free. I get free tuition and room and board. Yep. If I, as long as I keep up my end of the bargain of being a good football player for the program. Yep. So these guys getting name, image, and likeness are going to be making enough money that they could pay, basically, go anywhere they want and pay their way if they have to. Probably aren't gonna. They're not gonna have to. They're gonna still get all the scholarships and all that stuff, but. With name, image, and likeness coming through, I don't think you're going to be able to treat college kids the way that Urban Meyer treats treats his players. Yeah, I could see that as well. Or at least there there won't be as much pushback. They could say no. They or at least there's going to be no. Whereas you could have a fear of reprisal for going public and saying no. This is what Coach Meyer is doing to me. I'm fed up with it. I'm not going to take it anymore. Yep. Whereas before, you could lose your college scholarship and be kicked off the team. Okay. Now that's not as big of a fear now. Yeah. So that's a great point, and, Mike. I like and that. And with the openness of the co- of the portal too. That's the other side. Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah. Urban's Urban's going to have a much harder time. Speaking of slavery and football. Yeah, Michelle Tafoya. Yeah. Went on to the View uh, last month on yep. November third. Because uh, I guess she was brought on, and the topic of Colin Kaepernick's Netflix special, Colin in Black and White, he makes a comparison between the NFL draft and training camps to slavery. Yeah. I guess with the amount of African-American yeah. players playing for the white owner, the white rich owners. Yep. And the View co-hosts baited or brought that up as a comparison to Michelle Tafoya. And she argued saying that the NFL was not, was an act of free will 
no pressures on on them. They're not being forced into the NFL. Later, she added, I thought comparing it to the slave trade was a little rough. Yeah. These guys enter willingly. They are the almost well-cared-for people. Yes, they play a hard sport, and every one of them, black, white, Latino, whoever's playing the game, will tell you how much they love it, and they're willing to do it. And they make a they make a darn, she used a, she used a different word, but we try to be family-friendly, uh, good living. Post encountered that the NFL owners are white men, and most players are black. Yeah, the co-host on the View. That was her argument. That was her counter argument. But most of the players are white, and most of the players are black. Yeah, most of the owners are white. And... Okay. I. <sighs> and then she asserted that it was the the league's white owners who were preventing Kaepernick from con- con- from continuing his NFL career after sixteen, when he launched the pregame kneeling protests of racial justice during the season. And Colin Kaepernick has not been in the league since 2016 because yeah. he exercised an opt-out clause in his contract with the Niners and became a free agent. Yeah. He Once chose... again, Colin Kaepernick, the key words there that I see out of that is Colin Kaepernick exercised his opt-out clause. Yeah. Maybe, maybe because of the contract, the Niners don't release him. Yeah. And they choose to keep him on the roster, maybe as their backup quarterback until the contract runs out. Yeah. And maybe an injury happens and okay, we have to go to him. He proves himself and now he's set up to get another contract. He chose yeah. not to. He opted out thinking that he could make more money. Yeah. Or sign with a better team. Which by the way, there wasn't much better of a team then. Like they were there a was. great team. They were a Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. So, um, so because of those comments, she got a couple of weeks off yeah. of being the, being the sideline reporter for NBC's NFL telecast with, uh, Collinsworth and, uh, Al Michaels. Yep. And, but she's back, but they, they announced because of those comments, she, her, she will be giving a, a new undisclosed role with NBC sports after this NFL season. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it either. I mean, it's th- those were her opinions yeah. on things that were said in a Colin Kaepernick document, do- documentary. So w- what's wrong with her having the, making those statements saying that that's what I think about it? By the way, I, I think it's a little rough. She didn't say that she that Kaepernick was wrong for com- making that comparison. She just said that's a little rough. And she disagreed with it. She said she disagreed. Yeah. Here's my question. If NFL set, thinks that her or if NBC thinks that her making those statements is so detrimental to their brand, why do they show the NFL at all? Why? You're going to have to elaborate on that one, I guess, a little if bit. If the NFL thinks that her statements and her having an, a thought that the NFL is not a slave trade the modern day slave trade Mm -hmm. and she makes the argument that it's not and it's bad enough that the nfl thinks well if you have this opinion or the and and nbc thinks it's bad enough that because you have this opinion we can't have you on our nationally televised show 
then are they then saying we actually agree with Colin Kaepernick? Mm. And if they think it is the slave trade, are they now being complicit and profiting off of said slave trade? I had not thought of it like that, Mike. And if they are doing that, then they are 100% hypocritical. So either they're doing it because they're trying to make their make a liberal base happy. And that's all it is. And it's literally just lip service because for them to think that her making those statements is out of line, then they have to agree with what Colin Kaepernick is saying. And if they agree with what Colin Kaepernick is saying, how are they still showing it every week? And profiting off of it every week. And paying nearly a billion dollars to show Sunday Night Football every week. They are just as much the... They they might not be the, the owners, but they are the masters in the field. If that if they agree with that comparison, hmm. they are the ones making sure they are making money off of the backs of these guys. So they are the they are the field masters. And tell me how that's any better. If you agree with that comparison, I'm not saying I agree with that comparison. But if you agree with that comparison that Colin Kaepernick is making, all of the the people that show the NFL on TV are complicit and making money off of it. So they are just as bad as the owners. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I, I don't think you are using that point of logic. Tell me I'm wrong. And the TV, yeah, the TV networks are just as bad. So just as bad as what Mike of what Kaepernick is saying, comparing the owners to what they're what they're doing to to a slave trade. So, so then it's just to make them look good, and they can make her make a dissenting opinion look bad. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched this documentary. I don't plan on it. Uh, I've watched um, I've watched the first few episodes. Okay. I'll probably finish it at some point. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I I appreciate understanding their his point of view. Okay, so so he's allowed to have a point of view on the matter, but not anybody else that's against him. That's apparently what NBC says, and if he's allowed to, ha- if that's the opinion that they think is the right opinion, then they're complicit. I, that's all I'm saying. Um, sorry, we got to move. I got that got way too political, way too quick. It did. It did, and we're not a political show. We're not. So that's yeah. it, it's too bad because I mean I think Tofoya is a really good analyst. I like I like her. Yep. Her on the sideline of giving those opinions, I think she could easily be up in the booth as a third member of the booth. Oh yeah. And not necessarily being down on the sidelines too. Um, but yeah, I think Bill Simmons said it best when talking when uh, when agreeing on when talking about the situation. It says that she sat on the conservative seat. Mm which is the wrong seat to be on on The View because The View is a very liberal-leaning show. We have gone um, a little over, uh, but 
real, and this one is truly a quick hit. Uh, Vegas is getting the 2024 Super Bowl, and they are moving yeah. the 2024 Super Bowl from where was it supposed to be originally? Um, New Orleans. New Orleans. They're moving that. Um, and I think they're getting one two years later, a year later, something like that, uh, because Mardi Gras is the same time as the Super Bowl that year. Um, that's so. That's the rundown on that. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Last time we have to give you this, ladies and gentlemen. This is the last Mass Singer update of the year. If you don't want to hear the spoilers, three days later, uh, then you probably aren't on social media. You're probably not watching anything, uh, and you're probably locked in a room. But if you still have not seen it yet, um, now's the time to turn us off, and uh, we're going to reveal two singers, and we're going to give our opinions on it. Okay, enough said. Rich, give us a rundown. Who won in the Mass Singer? Last chance to turn it off. Rich, who won? It was the Queen of Hearts, which was re- who was unmasked to be Jewel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, you know, after as I was watching some of the recap shows and all that stuff, I realized, man, Willie did sound like Willie. Like you could hear it in his voice. Oh yeah, of all the all the re- previous yeah. reveals, yeah. Some of it's them you could hear. Like, um, yeah, but, but then Jewel, I was like, yeah, that's that. I mean, she had she did that southern accent, and she did it on on camera. She did it backstage, to where I don't think anybody knew who she really was. Yeah. Off stage, on stage, everything. She did that fake southern accent, played it perfectly. Yep, um, and uh, and then the bull. I did. I didn't write it down. Who is the bull? Um, Trayvon something. He was a Broadway star. He's also a choreographer. He won American he, Idol. Yeah, he was American. He was on American Idol. Yeah. So anyway, uh, great show, Rich. We got to get you out of here because it is your anniversary. And somebody's trying to call you. Yeah, my sister-in-law, they're trying to come over to, to do, uh, we're doing, the family's coming over for, just to get together. Um, yeah. So, so do you think that the, who do you think should have won, either based on how they did on the season finale or looking at the season as a bit, as, as a picture of a whole on season, all of their performances? Season as a whole, I think the bull was more consistently better, picked better songs. Um, and overall was a better performer. I I would agree. If I even if I was just looking at it, if I was just looking at it from tonight's from that from the season finale, that's the only thing I'm basing my decision on. I probably I probably would have gone with the bull there as well. Yep. Um, but I did like how they did the season finale of saying, all right, they're going to do one acoustic set and then one any set so it didn't seem like it was to where using that format the commute uh last year like the frog from a couple years back that would have totally messed up his entire strategy since he did all hip-hop and rap numbers instead of and beyond that instead of mixing it up i I think think there was overall so i like voice if we just went strictly on the voice the queen of hearts should have won Purely on voice quality, the Queen of Hearts should win. Mm. But I think the Bull was much better. 
Yeah. So, um, Kay Rich, I love the show. We will talk about it next season. Um, but you have to go. Why? Uh, cause this is my wedding anniversary. Happy so anniversary. 11... By the way, folks, more proof, uh, that we do this show. Like we don't take breaks on this show. We do it every week. We're taking a break next week. The first time Rich's wedding anniversary is today. And he's here talking sports with us. Uh, I've talked on my anniversary. We do this show no matter what. This is our first time both taking a break. We will see you in two weeks. Pastor David Hovinga, happy birthday. Um, uh, I'm going to wish a happy birthday to my cousin, Adam Kapler, as well. His birthday is the 23rd, if I remember correctly. It might be Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve. Yeah. So, uh, happy birthday to you. Happy anniversary to you guys. It's been so great to watch you and Amy grow as a couple um, I was your best man and it was an honor and it's been great to watch you guys grow and to develop even closer of a friendship with both of you to see you guys grow as a couple and as individuals because of you guys building each other up mm-hmm. and it's been great. Thank and you. I thank you for allowing Danielle um, and I to be a part of your life. Happy anniversary. Um, and finally we have to give a shout out to don't hassle us. We're local. Um, mm-hmm. They had a good run on ESPN in the Quad Cities. They are now off the air. Uh, they were the only local show of its kind in the Quad Cities for the past three years. Um, we now are the only Quad Cities pod I, sports podcast yes, that we know of. That we know of. <laughs> um, and uh, thanks for joining us. We will see you um, next week. You Christmas. Got- it is Christmas next week. Um, don't forget the real reason for the season, Jesus Christ's birth. Um, we'd strongly recommend go out. Um, if you don't have a church hall, Mike, tell them where they can connect with our church online. If they, if they, if they're unable to leave their house or don't want to leave their house. Yeah. YouTube.com. Uh, YouTube search for, um, my Calvary gospel and you will find us. Uh, and you, we, we're going to be broadcasting Christmas Eve service and we'll be broadcasting every Sunday. Uh, you can join us there. Um, but there are plenty of great local churches in the Quad Cities. There are plenty of great local churches here in Esterville and there are plenty of great local churches across the country. Uh, reach out and find a good Bible believing church and, uh, it'll be great. Have a good Christmas, be blessed and, uh, enjoy the time with family. God bless you. See you maybe next year, maybe in two weeks. We'll let you know. Rich? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. We'll see you. Two weeks. Uh, Time to roll that outro. Roll that outro, Mike. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich.